Welcome back to L Central. Welcome. <laughs> Absolute L's. L Central, L Avenue. So, guys, we got to start off by admitting something that we are probably the you biggest. You can admit it. I'm not admitting it. We are amateur podcasters. <laughs> we've literally, uh, we've recorded how many episodes now? This is probably, we've recorded four. This is our yeah, fifth. Yeah, this is our right? fifth. Our fifth session. Every single session, something has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. The first one, what happened? Probably I think forgot half the equipment. Yeah, we forgot half the equipment, like tripods, extra batteries. So one camera, like basically like Died stop recording. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. The next, the second and third. Okay, this is my fault. Um, I I literally had, I forgot to take off the the footage from I think was it mine or yours? Yeah, you you <coughs> your car. Okay, yeah, d- just uh, just like the footage of myself, my sort of headshot, this one here. Um, I forgot to sort of take it off and put it onto my computer. We do we do de- we were dealing with so many files, mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was pretty good, like pretty organized, but like I forgot to take it off, and then. Yeah, because uh, you do this stuff way more than me, so I'm yeah, like, no. But but the, the thing was like, uh, yeah, I had to I had to take my camera and use it for an event. So I put the um, memory card in, and usually mm. I can see. I'm like, hmm, have I backed this up? Yeah. No. Okay, I'll quickly back it up. But this time, like, I couldn't preview the files probably because they were such big files. Mm. So I assumed that maybe sometimes you know when you delete it from your camera, yeah. it looks like kind of corrupted. Yeah. And I bloody um, I just yeah. formatted this SD card, and I'm pretty sure oh. I just like delete like removed. Two episodes of like two hours footage. worth of us. Yeah, I mean, talking we still got this, the phone footage. Now. Thankfully, we, we've been taking backups, and then just now, basically, we uh, in the in the studio where we're in, there's a new recording device, and so we were just like getting familiar with it, <laughs> and <laughs> we thought we were recording the whole time. We weren't recording. And uh, wait for it. The point, yeah, and then the point at which we thought, okay, we finished our session. We pressed it. Turned out we just started recording then, and it's like you can't even you can't even tell. <laughs> we went we went for a little break. We come back, and yeah, now are you okay? On the bright side, we had Nando's, so it's fine. We had Nando's. We took a, we took a big L, but we're gonna like yeah. But it's recorded on our phones, so if you listen to the last episode and the sound sound quality is a little bit different to your to the usual yeah then it's because of that but we are thankful that um iphone has very very good um voice audio and also 4k footage mm. so thank you apple thank you iphone <coughs> this is why android will never win that's a funny thing like literally in the last yeah. episode we were talking about oh do you need all the matter thankfully we literally an iphone saved the day and the audio yeah. is like it's bearable, you can listen to it. It sounds pretty good. Exactly, and it's not as good as this, but yeah. They need backup, isn't it? So we've got backup. We're recording on the cameras yeah. and the phone. So always Anywho, have backup, guys. Go on, introduce. Cool. Anyways, um, after all the L's we've taken, hopefully none today because it's our is it our last episode for the season? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So welcome back to the ending of season one. Oh, way to end it. The Making It With podcast. Um, it's your girl, Sugar. I'm Fassel. And we are part-time doctors and part-time creating stuff, really. Part-time makers, yeah. We've got a bit of energy in our system now. Had some mm-hmm. had some chicken. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk about why we should be creators right here, right now, at the second. Yeah. In 2022. Yeah, if you've ever thought about why, like, if now is a good time to start as a career, we're basically going to talk about, like, what the pros are, what the downsides are, what it's like juggling, making something online or creating something online yeah. alongside maybe even doing something else, like, mm. a, you know, a pro- like a whole career. Uh, there's a lot of people who do, like, side hustles, you, you know, they create stuff on the mm. side and, it, you know. Um, and it becomes their main hustle. Becomes their, becomes their main hustle, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like over the last five years, or probably just like in the last decade, there's definitely been, like, a lot more pressure to have a digital presence. So mm-hmm. this time, 10 years ago, you would never really see it as as an appealing thing or just even see why you would need to have an online presence just because like life outside of, you know, online, of the online world um, was pretty much enough to market your products or set up a business mm-hmm. and stuff. Whereas obviously over the last decade, everything has been a bit more digitalized. And we've now seen that actually you can have a fully functional business from mm-hmm. your room remotely without needing any physical presence elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so I think, now, I think what we're going to talk about in this episode is just right here, right now in the year 2022, 
what are the current trends that we're seeing and where we think things are going to go in the next five years and what should we do right now to make sure that not that we become relevant but what should we do right now that could help us yeah sustainably in yeah i think we're, we're sort of in this weird time as well where like a lot like loads of people are kind of like they don't want to be on their phones as much no, but at the same no. time we kind of realize that we're hooked on our phones on our computer on our gadgets mm. and um so much of our lives are just like kind of looking down at these screens and and on the converse side for for us who are actually like putting out content like what what are we making what are we making it for are we yeah. trying to sort of offer them value are we trying to entertain them uh are we trying to make a business out of it and so using it as a tool as opposed to something that where we just sort of waste time on it is mm. like it's quite important like you know what i mean so there's like two ways of looking at it as well yeah and i think like when you're in like your 20s oh we sound so old and we're not actually that old like we're still in our 20s we're in our late 20s but i definitely feel like when i was in my young 20s i had this energy and surge and i think that's when social media became popping because mm. actually it's really weird to think that when i started uni like yes instagram just became like apparent and more yeah. like trendy um we were still in the facebook era snapchat just began in my first year of uni but this whole idea like in my first year of uni i still had a digital camera like you know, just a digital camera like yeah. a small one um that i would like take like for like uni photos and stuff when you're going out and whatever mm-hmm. but it was never a thing of getting your phones out and then like capturing stuff as you're doing it then and there yeah. and then uploading it and all of that stuff that that kind of habit was not it just did not exist, yeah. you know? It kind um, of feels like we're living through our phones at some time. Yeah, and I think our generation is seeing yeah. that thing. So although, like, in your 20s, you have that energy to want to share stuff online, yeah. I do think as you grow older, you kind of do want to cut down a little bit because you've had, like, mm. five, ten years or so of doing it. Yeah. Um, but So what do you think? Do you think, like, um, in terms of actually creating things, putting it online, like, who is it for? Is it for everyone, or would you say... There are some people who, like, it's okay. It's not. It's okay not for it to be for you. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, my thing is that unless you're using social media because you've already got something set up. So, for example, like, if you've got a company and a business that you've got set up, and therefore you go on your social media because you you are like the CEO of it or you're you're a member of that of that company. Yeah. Um. Then you either use social media for the purpose of like your business to kind of show people the backstage of stuff, create, um, you know, like so for example, like a, what people always say a good business has the best audience through storytelling, through persona, through selling yourself as, you know, the face of the story. Every business has a story, right? Yeah. So either use it for that or if it's for personal use, you use it in order to make connections, mm. basically, um, to connect with people that you otherwise don't have access to. So those are the main two things that I think is the healthy way of using social media. Mm. I think the moment that stops becoming healthy is when you don't really know why you're on it yeah. and you're just on it just to flick on trends and stuff. I don't know. There's a very fine line. Yeah. You're right. I'm just like, yeah. Okay, I've, I've, I, got, I, got, I got lost in that point. I've, I've got lost in um, that point as well, too. Yeah, no, as in like... <laughs> And it, and it's one thing for just like we got to think about why people are consuming the media, but also just like even from our side, like I think we kind of started maybe social media. I don't know, maybe I'm speaking on uh, on your side, but we we started it to make a personal brand kind of thing, mm. right? As in, we had this idea that we would like to kind of build up our digital presence, use social media as a tool to to advance not only our personal brand, what we get up to, our interests, but hopefully to maybe build an audience that we can maybe sort of utilize later on down the line to maybe kind of like even like introduce to maybe build a like sustainable sort of business or mm. um a sort of how would you call it would you would you call us like sort of influencers or would you just like prefer the term like creative? i mean that term influencer i think it's not a bad term because yeah. i think and it's a realistic term that i think people just are too scared to face mm. like for example the idea that you're influencing people it seems really daunting and it's almost as if you're taking responsibility for the way society is shaping yeah. and obviously we see that society isn't shaping in the best ways at times you know we're seeing a lot of people cancel each other as opposed to supporting each other yeah. we're seeing a lot of people judge each other as opposed to being considerate that you're only seeing a snapshot of their lives online so it's not a bad idea. It's it's not bad to be an influencer. And actually, everyone, whether you are offline or online, you are an influencer of some sort. Yeah. Whether you're influencing your your loved ones and your family or your friends or the the audience and the consumers of whatever business you have. Mm. So I would say, like you know, I personally always think just because you're a creator, it, 
you are you automatically become an influencer if you share your work. Yeah. It would you'd be very naive to assume that you are not influencing when you're sharing your yeah. work because actually when someone is seeing your stuff, they feel a type of way, they form an opinion that you know that is influencing. You're yeah. creating some impact. Mm. I think like I think the term influencer was probably made or kind of like coined by especially like brands. Yeah. They 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 want to label us or have a term to describe people who can build up an audience and can serve them some sort of benefit. Mm. So, for example, like say, for example, H&M or Zara, for example, they see you dressing up nicely and people saying, oh, what did you wear, whatever. Yeah. They, they have to give us a term to sort of, so that mm. they, they can understand us, oh, micro-influencer, influencer. So I think of that term in relation to how businesses and other people perceive how they can sort of use, uh, tap into our sort of reach and get something for, yeah. from it. And that's sort of where things have sort of become a bit like... Um, the negative connotations of the word influencer have come about, right? Because mm. you think influencer and you're thinking, okay, this person's trying to sell something to me. Yeah. Right? Because that's usually the in the context of which it usually comes up. Like this person is wearing something, trying to influence people to do something. But really, like you said, everyone influences. Mm. So it's it's not the best kind of term, really. What we prefer to say is just like, we create. We create things online. Mm. And yes, we may have influence, and um, but that's a separate thing. But the core thing is we don't we don't make things to influence people. We make, make things because we want to make. Yeah, things. exactly. And we want to share our interests. You know what I mean? It's kind of we're like, getting value from doing. Yeah, it as well. it's, it's a yeah. more of a sort of pure intention there to just say sort of like I think that it doesn't have as many negative connotations. No. You say you're a creator, you're a maker. Mm. You know I mean, you're making something, you're putting it out there into the world. Yeah, you're you're, you're trying to offer value. You're trying to put, do something for yourself that makes yourself feel. Like, you know, you've got a creative outlet that you're putting something out there. Mm. Um, and in, and maybe you connect with people yeah. as you go along, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that was my sort of, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, I think I mentioned it before in one of the previous episodes, why I decided a personal brand. Mainly because I thought, like, you can kind of, you can ch- you can change as you go along and people mm. will maybe still follow you. And that way it's kind of like a, an efficient way to kind of share your interests. Yeah. And maybe say, for example, if I wanted to like make films, I could change the topics of my films and maybe if people were kind of interested in me yeah. in the films, then it would allow me to change and not be fixed in one point. Yeah. You know I mean, why did you, why did you decide to make a personal brand? Um, so I think like n- not so much personal brand, but like the reason why I wanted to go more into creating stuff is mm. because I realized like, what people always think that when you are like a full-time content creator it seems like a really unhealthy lifestyle that you are constantly sharing what you're doing and that you're just constant like your mode of work is the the online world and that seems really toxic Mm. but actually what i find more toxic is being a full-time consumer so for example like if i don't have any motive to (laughs) if i don't have any motive to go on social media besides the fact that i want to consume stuff that to me sounds more unhealthy and least productive of my time Mm. so actually like when i first started using instagram it was again like back in the year like what 2010 or whatever and it was just to connect with my friends share photos and whatever very personal use right then obviously over the years it became less personal and more motive business driven which seemed very daunting very intimidating because then it seemed less authentic and that people weren't sharing the unfiltered part of their life because instagram introduced this whole notion of filters right um so then actually what i realized is i like during the end of university i really just hated using social media because i would see what people are doing and you know obviously their intention isn't really to come across as hey look what i'm doing like you know my life is better than yours but sometimes as a consumer that's that's the only way you really can think. Yeah. You don't really know how to apply it to your life. So then I actually changed the way I used social media before I started creating. Yeah. So instead of like, you know, for example, there's always this pressure when you realize that someone unfollows you or you're yeah. not following them back and whatever. Back in the days, that would be such a big deal because you're like, you're supposed to be my friend in real life. Why yeah, are you following yeah. me on Instagram? Whereas now I'm like, I actually don't even keep up with my close friends, what they post on Instagram. Mm. Half of them are actually muted, right? Really? But, you know, and... For, for you heard reason, it here first. <laughs> but it's You're not, muted. <laughs> but it's not, it's not me saying, I don't want to see your content just because you're my good friend. It's me using social media for different purposes. So for example, mm. the accounts that I don't have muted are illustration accounts mm. like i'm very interested in like illustrating on procreate and stuff and i love following accounts who do illustrations yeah. um and then for example my favorite creators like filmmakers youtubers yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. because when i follow their account i get really really good top tips you yeah. know 
Um, and it also just drives me to kind of get back on and start creating sort mm. of thing. Um, so anything that I think adds a bit of motivation away from consuming, yeah. those are the accounts that I actually follow. Yeah. So I may be following you on Instagram, but you might be muted if, if you don't see me. Oh, you're definitely stuff. Mute. I'm probably muted. But it's not anything personal yeah. to my friends or family because yeah, yeah. if they're my friends or family, I will connect with you outside Instagram. I don't need Instagram to show me what you're up to. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that was one thing. I changed the way I use social media. Then I realized that, okay, I'm constantly seeing really, really good examples of how like, not that life can be good, but just a good use of your time just to create instead of consume. Mm. So I dabbled into the world of like YouTube and illustrating and just, you know, making video content. Yeah, yeah. And the skills that I learn on a daily basis, they're so useful. Mm. They're so useful in understanding not just how you use stuff, but when you are making videos, you're instantly thinking about the psychology of what people want and how you give value. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. If you can get the grips of how can you deliver value in the most engaging way, that's a really good skill and input to have. And actually, any company who sees that you've got that skill and you've got that vision and how yeah. to tell a story, you are very desirable. Yeah. And that's why I chose to create because okay. I realized it was a better use of my time than sitting there and consuming. And yeah. One thing you hear from like you know creators who've been creating for years is that actually, as you go further down the line as a creator or a full-time creator, mm. you just consume less stuff. Yeah, no, it's true. As, it, as in, yeah, like I found the same way. Like when I was making, when I started creating, you 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 try and shift that focus. Even just if you set up your Instagram, for example, as a a, a blog account or a brand yeah, yeah. account, um, it automatically felt like okay, now any any time any time I spend engaging, messaging, commenting on people, even though I don't think of it as engaging, I'm just like posting or talking to people yeah it's going towards building something as opposed mm. to just kind of like almost going to waste i know it's not necessarily going to waste if you're connected with friends but yeah like you said i think our use of it has changed from mm. you know useful things like meeting people yeah. finding places uh, or just sharing innocent pictures to kind of just toxic waste of time like people yeah. have realized how to sort of like like get gamify our attention right as in like yeah or just kind of like hook us and turn us into like these sort of addicts where we're just on the phone yeah. mindlessly consuming and i think a lot of people are sort of waking up to be to realize like oh damn like you you gotta take your own responsibility to sort of curate who you follow and like how your yeah. how your social media looks like and the most the best one I, uh, the best um example i've seen of that is on twitter mm. like i've I really used Twitter before i just sort of thought it was for memes and literally i was just reading memes and mm. like funny jokes and just like stupid things and then i i would I started following a few kind of like almost business accounts, you know, smart quotes and smart people, like good thinkers who I would like mm, yeah. uh, gravitate towards, right? Sooner or later, you start following those people and your feed becomes full of things where you're like constantly learning. Exactly. And it's like you've jumped into a different world. Yeah. Like before exactly. it was all jokes and whatever. Then you realize, oh, damn, there's a whole world. So you can use social media to curate. You can tailor it. Exactly. And so when you think social media is toxic... I think maybe the people that you're following are yeah. toxic. But of course, you know, the habit of social media, it is it is unhealthy. But what I'm saying is that the world is moving towards that way. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, you're not going to see social media being cancelled in the next five years. No, mm. like everyone needs it now. It's literally the main form of, you know, maintaining a good life in uh, that yeah. sense. You okay. know? And just so like connecting with people. Yeah. Yeah, you need it. Um, but, you know, for example, if you are someone who really hates social media, there are ways to make it healthy. You yeah. know, there are ways. And I think each platform now is introducing more control in who you follow and what comes up on your feed as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, the only thing you probably can't control is just the algorithm on the main feed. But that all depends on what you click on and what yeah, you like. Yeah. You know, so actually now I've done little things where I actually don't like posts anymore. Because yeah. I realize, obviously, when you like something, it feeds you more. Yeah, the algorithm will then pick that up and give you something similar. But just because mm. I like something, doesn't mean we want to see more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I kind of you, avoid. you can be smart. You can be smart. Yeah, smart for, for your own self, like smart use of it. And, um, but yeah, coming back to the fact that I think a lot of people nowadays are kind of like warming to the idea of becoming creators. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people I think who have made creating very sort of accessible. And they're providing rep representation to people. With their domain as well. The, the, within their domain, within their discipline. Yeah. Within, you know, and, and the more we see people online creating and building businesses and incomes or just doing interesting things online, mm -hmm. we, we start to see, oh, maybe, you know what, maybe I could do that. Maybe I could put myself online. Maybe yeah. it would be fun. Maybe I could get something out of it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I could meet new people. And and also, like like you said, 
you would be very valuable to the right brands if you're doing something. Yeah. Um, and what's great about it is that there's a very low barrier to entry. Like mm-hmm. you pick up a phone, like anyone can make a YouTube account. You can upload 10 videos tomorrow if you, if exactly. you like. Um, all the, like there's so much information out there to learn quickly, mm. get the basics, you know, out there. Like we basically, we just essentially watch YouTube videos and just learn yeah. from each other, right? And so there's a low barrier to entry. Um, if you, you know, if you, if you enjoy it, it's quite fun to do. And also it's not something which is capped. Like mm. it's almost like limitless in with, yeah. with regards to how many views and, uh, the sort of the results you can get from it. And so a lot of people are, so I, I think are starting to start, start, to, they're starting to look for, uh, methods where they can sort of make an income, mm. which isn't like, which isn't directly correlated to the time. Yeah. Like, you know, right now, like if you do, if you're working a nine to five, yeah. You you have to work those hours and you get a certain amount of money for that, right? Mm. Um, whereas with YouTube, for example, you make the videos and say, for example, you've got 100, 100 videos, you can go from 10,000 to a million to 10 million followers mm. and like all your income will like increase yeah. exponentially. Um, and so I think a lot of people are looking for ways, besides business, that's probably like the next, the the, the alternative way yeah. to sort of achieve that. Mm. Um, so I think a lot of people are starting to think like that and like even in regular conversations it comes up quite a lot oh maybe we should make stuff online exactly and I think like one of the main things is this idea of being discovered right so I think like the older generations like if if you think about how like applying jobs used to be like it is literally the only way like your the company that you're going for the job title that you're going for the only way to get discovered is through giving a CV now it is apps you know it is so nerve-wracking to be able to condense who you are and what you're about in like one A4 piece of paper also all in written form and words right Mm. like if you think about it, there was once upon a time, the only way you can grab someone's attention was literally through a CV, mm. right? Now, like, our social media is literally like an online CV, yeah. right? Like, it's, you know, again, all you need is it's free. Social media, to use it, is free, mm. right? So it, just the idea of, like, how you can get discovered by so, so many people through this one video or, like, one photo or, like, one medium of, like, artwork is, that to me sounds so exciting. Yeah. And actually, like, again, there are a lot of people out there who say, well, I don't want to be discovered. And that's fine. It's not for everyone. Yeah. You know, but just because you're discovered doesn't mean you have to say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. Mm. So, again, I feel like the control is always, the ball's always in your core. Yeah. You know, and actually, you can stop whenever you can you just stop uploading or you cancel your account yeah, exactly, or you yeah. go offline or whatever the ball's always in your court mm. but it's like why would you skip that opportunity of being discovered so easily yeah. you know and I'm not saying discovered in terms of fame mm. I'm not saying that I'm saying being discovered by people who could really change your life you know yeah. give you your dream job yeah. you know for example like I'm starting to see like you know a lot of people who start to create content for example like as like an influencer you know yeah. sharing their daily life you know fashion business finance advice and whatever they often then get off get discovered by um news platforms um for example like the BBC channel 4 etc yeah. etc or just by media agencies yeah who then you know present them with jobs for example presenting and whatever now you would never you might be the type of person who never dreamed of being a presenter never even thought about it then you get offered with the opportunity and then you start presenting and you think wow this is great Mm. again it's very hard to divert away from your normal career line yeah but social media makes that very easy and creating makes that easy yeah 100% like you you can almost you can fast track within your own career you can jump from like sort of bottom of the ladder to sort of top of the ladder by being creative by bringing something which like, like the company may need for example and i think there's another distinguish um distinction to be made which is like you don't always have to be the face of your what you're no, creating yeah. so for example like we, we talked about or oh, like you know being discovered but it doesn't always have to be like you being discovered it could just be your work like exactly if, if it was just your drawings you want your drawings to get out mm. there you don't have to necessarily deal with the sort of downsides of having to put your face out there because no. a lot of people have a problem with that mm-hmm. and it's understandable you don't you don't want to sort of put yourself out there or put your family or friends, you know what I mean? Some, yeah. A lot of people kind of have certain limits where they yeah. don't want to, they don't want their face to be famous, but mm. they're happy for their work yeah. to, to be discovered. Yeah. And so there's benefits in both in both sides. Like if you want to make it a very personal brand about you, then yeah, you could put your your voice on there, your face on there, blah, mm. blah, blah. Or you could just be like, say for example, your filmmaker, you want your films to be promoted, you put it on social yeah. media. It's free distribution. And yeah. if you're smart with it, you can you can get jobs, you can get an income mm. through it. And um, there's so many examples now of some of these like top TikTok creators. Within months now, they go from, for example, there's one guy, 
he works in an ice cream shop. He would just mm. make videos of himself mm. making like ice cream or mixing flavors, and he got such a big following that they like promoted him. They put yeah. him on billboards. You know what I mean? Like, and so, so he, f- so I think he fast like fast track in that company essentially yeah. to a top position mm. uh, or like a very useful position, mm. and sort of he may just have loved doing that job, and now he's sort of given himself mm. a, a great opportunity by just taking the initiative and time and taking the yeah. risk, taking the leap into creating online. Mm. So there's so many sort of serendipitous like <coughs> events that can like kind of reach you yeah. if you p- just put yourself out there. That's great. I need to find out who that is. Who is it? Uh, I don't know. Some this I, I can't remember his name. No, on ice cream. But um, yeah, this guy was just like mixing flavors. Oh, another guy. Love, he it? mixed pa- another guy who mixed paint. <laughs> like he, he worked at a paint shop and then like. Oh, and he, he shows how you yeah, mix he paint. Just lo- he just so, loved mixing so paints and people were just like fascinated with it. So yeah, and that's the thing. Like I think people th- there's this misconception of like people thinking being a creator or wanting to be a creator is a very narcissistic desire. Yeah. It's all about you, you, you. It really isn't. I think being a creator always starts from you wanting to share a message to the world, mm. whether it's a lesson, a skill. Um, a starter of a debate and a conversation. Yeah. It's it's all to deliver a message. That's literally all it is. How you deliver the message, that's where it gets created. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're a creator. You either deliver a message through your own just storytelling of just raw voice and like your raw emotions, or it's through a picture, a film. That's what's creative is how mm. you share that message. And that's why there's nothing I don't see anything unhealthy about that about sharing a message like we're in this day and age where like the more we share the better the world was made to share like it wasn't made to keep to conceal stuff you know and actually if you think about all the all the people that have shared their knowledge and expertise we have got to where we are today for example like the world of like the digital world science Mm -hmm. history everything We're, we're all learning from the previous mistakes that other people have made yeah. which we wouldn't have known if people did not share yeah um, and we discover so we, we gain so much more than we lose from people kind of like taking the leap into putting things online yeah and um yeah and like to be honest even if you're if you just want to do it for yourself like mm. for example like one thing that i always battle with is am i now like changing my hobby or like my craft mm. to my audience and like is it going away from the initial reason why i wanted to do it and I always remind myself that essentially everything I create, I actually try to think I'm doing this for myself first and foremost. Exactly. Because like sometimes like a lot of people have a creative side to them. They, they, they need a mm-hmm. creative outlet. And like, you know, sometimes when you just, I think creative people, sometimes you have these ideas that you want to see come to fruition. You, yeah. you, you want to bring it out into the world. And like, it's just, you make something just so that you can get it out of your system. Mm. You know what I mean? So Just therapeutic. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a release. Like, you, you know, you're getting it out of your head and your head gets clear because you've created something you've, like, you know, yeah. um, you've expressed yourself or, you know, you've painted something or you've made that film. Uh, okay, and then you're like, okay, cool. Like, you know, mm. and then you can have a break, go into the next thing. And so, yeah, so like, there's so many different reasons why somebody might want to start creating online. Whether it's for, um, just doing it for yourself if you yeah. just want to express yourself if you want to just have fun creating something work on some skills if you want to maybe hi, you know don't not show your face and maybe earn yeah. some money doing something if you want to connect with like-minded people find a community of people and just contribute in mm. your own way um if you want to build a personal brand if you want to if you want to build your own business if you want to uh, maybe become valuable to another business mm. um or just have a side hustle you know what i mean there's so many yeah. different ways um so many different reasons why you can why you should yeah and the best thing about it is you're in control like you're not working for anyone when it comes to creating Mm. like maybe further down the line if if someone wants to recruit you because you're really really good and stuff and again it's your choice you know but you are in control and i think that's the great thing about it um but yeah i think it just goes back to the whole thing of like i'd rather spend my time creating something rather than consuming Mm. you know and then actually when you start creating it really directs you what kind of stuff you then consume and it filters a lot of that um but yeah it's great it's 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 healthy and it's great yeah and even just meeting people like or just say for example once i started you know you start making say for example films you 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 meet other filmmakers people will notice that you're putting yourself out there like it, you may not be the best at it but they know like there's a very there's a very small proportion of people who um create things as opposed to consume yeah like so it, in the world of sort of the filmmaking world say for example just on youtube you you won't maybe not take so much mind of who's like the uh, common like viewers yeah but you know who's creating yeah. who's up and coming who's tr- putting in the work mm. putting in the shift putting in the hours to sort of make something because mm. they're the ones who kind of like 
they've got skin in the game you know what i mean like they're, they're actually mm. doing something and yeah. so there's a, almost like a, a nice mutual respect between people who create and i think once you start creating you also start generally appreciating all the hard work that goes into it. It's mm. simple things just like when you go to watch a movie and you get to pay what like five quid and you see the for the amount of work that goes into a you movie don't realize you that feel privileged you out, yeah. and like things like um like websites like Patreon now exist mm. where you basically volunteer to essentially pay and support someone like a creator exactly. even if you don't necessarily get anything really in return yeah. I, I, I like uh, I'm like a patron for a couple of like yeah. creators just because I'm like I really enjoy the work and you, you start to think you know what like you, like the value you're actually giving is actually very underappreciated and so yeah. I would like to contribute in some way or another to make myself myself feel more yeah. kind of like content that I'm helping someone put good things into the world yeah. that I want to see. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if you felt the same way. I think, I think you have. 100%. And I think, like, when you do decide to, like, create something, I think it gives you a different perspective of, like, for, for example, I think creating or becoming a creator can make you enjoy, let's say, like, your current profession mm. a lot more than you just doing your current profession, That's right? True. So I think, for example, obviously, we're both medics. It will go back to that example Obviously, being a doctor has its low points and has its high points. And sometimes it can be very just like mind numbing, Mm. you know. Um, But actually, when you then start to think of, oh, maybe I want to create some content and share it to the world about, you know, like, you know, for example, diseases and like medical education and whatever. Mm. Like you then start to see your profession very differently. And then it actually becomes a very enjoyable process. And you start to really love your profession. Right. I'm sure that goes for anyone. So like. Like you said, for the guy who was, you know, making ice cream or like, you know, making the, like the colors of the paints and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't realize how interesting what you find boring, how interesting it could be to others. Exactly. You know, until you start to say, oh, my God, I never knew that. You know, yeah. like, so, so for example, like I remember, like I recently came across this guy who works at Heathrow Airport. He's an engineer, mm. shows the backstage of like how Heathrow Airport works and all the stuff that you go to the airport and you, you see how, for example, how the baggage um convey about works and all that stuff again anyone working in the airport would not care about that because they're like whatever that's just an airport yeah but to us like passengers who go daily is so interesting so interesting yeah yeah. um but yeah and he can you can definitely see that he loves what he does now yeah you know because he loves the fact that other people find it interesting and i think the moment you start to see people being interested in what you do it helps you enjoy it a bit more oh 100 and like you said like say for example with the with the medicines for example like, I may not always be motivated to kind of, like, learn more and sort of progress in my training. Yeah. But if I think, okay, let me try and teach and create content to help teach people, then that will make me research and learn the stuff so that I can teach it. It's probably the only time you then start to study. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, in that way, you, you're like, oh, damn, like, I'm actually learning. This is, oh, this is keeping me in love with the craft kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, if you want to find your people, like, say, for example, I might be a fan of funky-looking socks, yeah? Yeah. And I make loads of videos online on YouTube about those socks the average person will be like what the hell is that yeah but I, there I is really a care. community but there's gonna be a community of people yeah. if you if you work on your distribution and get it out there mm. and just keep putting it out in people who are looking for it will come yeah and if you do everything right obviously and then you, there may be a thousand a few thousand people who are like diehard fans over your content because you just haven't met them exactly they're super fans because they, they've got the exact similar niche interest because what, what are the odds that mm. Uh, like within your society within your community mm. you have like-minded people who are interested in the same things yeah. it, there, there's probably a few depending on your, your interest but if you're in something interested in something really niche you find connection in people you can find connection with people across the world yeah. by just putting something out there mm. because then people will come will exactly. specifically look for it and that's why you actually should start creating now yeah. because when you start creating you realise there is a niche for absolutely everything. For everything. Everything. Like, I mean, the internet is a very funky yeah. looking place. Like, there's a niche for everything. Oh, for everything, yeah. You know? And like, we, we, we're we just like scratching the surface. <laughs> and as consumers, we all know that there's a niche for everything. Oh, the kind of stuff that we come across, like, yeah. oh God. And like, we're just you know scratching I mean? the surface for like the benefits of um, like creating online. Like, there's things that we can articulate, things we can't articulate, and then things that we haven't even like thought of. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's one of the things where you kind of have to experience it for mm. yourself to be like, wow, like then you really understand, okay, all yeah. the little the little things that really yeah. add up. Um, but yes, yeah, so, okay, so say for example, somebody decides, okay, cool, I'll start. Where would you, like what, what platforms would you say, like this is a good place to start? 
I would say go for the one that you're most comfortable with. Like, I think if you're someone that doesn't really like, if, again, if it's not for like a business or mm. a company and, you know, for marketing purposes and all of that, yeah. and it is literally just to start creating with no sort of set goal, but just to get into the habit of creating, mm -hmm. then go with the platform that you are most comfortable with. Because at the end of the day, if you don't, if you start this process in a very unenjoyable way, you're just not going to carry on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for example, like if you've been using Instagram for a long, long time and you're very comfortable with using it, start off with that mm. but however if let's say you have a certain goal as to why you want to start creating then i think it's probably wise to now that there is options of which platform to use yeah. like it's probably wise to really find out which platform is is best suited yeah. for the goal that you want to achieve so for example like i really think that if and it's totally fine to be honest with this if you want to start creating for clout yeah and just to put your name out there and be like i want to, like i think i'm a really funny person mm. and i think i can really get into the entertainment one yeah. and i and i want people to just define me really really quickly i want clout tiktok 100 yeah. percent. go for tiktok yeah. it, it will be like the most successful platform for you yeah. right currently tiktok is it's taking over in a, in crazy in ways in such a short amount of time in such like, a short amount of time but at the same time there are sort of counter arguments to that there's like mm -hmm. I, I still prefer my my preference is YouTube. I, mm. I still think YouTube is probably the best. Yeah. Um, but I would only consider YouTube if I'm very much concentrated on the fact that I want to really um, give value, if that makes sense, mm. because it's a more because it's more long form content. But how do you define how do you define the value though? Value, I would say, probably with the type of audience. So, for example, like, again, if the main purpose was just clout and just getting your name out there, then all that matters to me is pretty much numbers mm. of like, how many people are on my profile, like how many, uh, how many viewers I have, yeah. how many followers I have on TikTok. Whereas on YouTube, like because on YouTube, and I know from experience, you know this as well, like the numbers really correlate with people, if that makes sense, of like actual loyal audience. Okay. You know, okay. so for example, like if I wanted to get famous really quickly, I, I I would choose TikTok over YouTube anytime. Yeah. You know, you know, like I just don't see the point in me making a five minute video when I can make a sixty second video on TikTok yeah. and probably get more reach. You yeah. Know? No. It, to be honest, it's a very, it's actually such a big topic because like so many people have, like on one hand you've got TikTok, which we know has a great algorithm, can help people become big very quickly or build up big followings. Mm. Um. And it's it's worked that probably faster faster on average. I'm, I'm take, don't take my, my word for this but I'm pretty mm. sure that's correct um, than any other platforms Instagram's algorithm is sort of dying Instagram itself is sort of yeah. almost dying I think that's a whole other conversation but like it feels like they're sort of almost trying to catch up with TikTok now and try and compete with them YouTube has established itself as almost it's a sec, it's the second biggest search engine mm -hmm. it's where if you want if, you, if I want to learn something online or I want a tutorial that's where I go but at the same time kids now are using TikTok like that um, they, they've got sort of almost their, I think they're, I'm not sure if we can say that their attention span has become shorter, but we can definitely say that like if you're going to create online now, the the apps which are dominating are ones that cater mm. to uh, or optimize for quick short videos, which obviously has its ups and downs. Like do you, like if you're a filmmaker, do you really want to have to change it from horizontal kind of wide angle yeah. A twenty-minute film and condense, make something sixty seconds in vertical. Like, yeah, I, I hate the idea of having to do that with some of my work. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if that's where your audience is, yeah. So maybe do you have audience. to sort yeah. of suck it up and do it? Yeah. Do you have to be like, okay, if I if I want to reach, I have to basically bite the bullet and mm. find some way of going to TikTok because, say for example, if Instagram's dying and you're stuck with Instagram, you have to be yeah. willing to jump ship. Yeah, and like you gotta be flexible. You gotta be able to say that okay, maybe it's Instagram isn't what it used to be anymore. Yeah. Maybe this platform which I'm using isn't as good as it used to be. Yeah. Maybe my maybe I'm I should be able to try something else. So, mm. um, it there's a fine balance of sort of being consistent, but also being willing to sort of jump ship and experiment elsewhere. Mm. But I also think as a beginner, as someone who probably never created before, mm -hmm. it is probably a really good step to start with just creating short form content yeah. because it's just less laboring, uh, less time consuming. Agreed. And actually it just eases your way through. And also the good thing about these platforms, especially TikTok and Instagram Reels now, not not so sure about YouTube Shorts because I don't, I don't use it, yeah. um, but it's the fact that 
you, in terms of editing and stuff, you don't have to do much of the editing mm. because you've got the functions there on the app. Yeah. You've got transitions there. You've got voiceovers. You've got soundtracks. You've got everything is there for you. Yeah. You just have to film, right? You have to film, yeah. Um, and, and have the idea. So again, I think they're easier to use to get started with. Mm. And I think those platforms teach you yeah the bricks of like video editing yeah. right so then when you start to really realize like just the relationship between an effective transition and the music and then changing the footage as per beat and whatever yeah, yeah. when you start to really understand that that is literally how pro video makers think yeah, yeah. then you can i think probably start to think okay now that i've got the ability to understand this media this form yeah. i can probably now be brave enough to make longer stuff on youtube that's true you know yeah. So I think it's probably a good gateway for sure. Just yeah. easy. It's just a matter of you clicking some buttons from your phone. Yeah. Whereas YouTube, for example, you can't really make the content. I mean, like edit the content from your phone, if that makes sense. Yeah. You kind of feel like... Difficult. I mean, yeah. you can put on shorts and stuff. Yeah, you definitely can. But I think, yeah, you're, you're but right. But would you use YouTube shorts or TikTok? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, one thing is you could cross post. Yeah, exactly. So you can use the same thing. Just and repost everywhere. But I feel like at the same time, like you have to... in in in. On this, um, on that topic, like when when it comes to vertical short form content, TikTok is just so much better mm-hmm. from a consumer perspective as well. Not only for the creators, like you get better numbers, but from a con- consumer perspective, when I'm on TikTok, it feeds me literally things I really want to see. It just somehow its algorithm is very well designed. It just yeah. knows. There's a massive feed- difference between that and exactly. Instagram. And yeah. if there's much more people on there, it just it just makes sense that you'd obviously go there to show it to people. If there's only like a thousand people on YouTube mm. Shorts. Why would you spend time creating for YouTube Shorts? I know obviously that's a yeah. dumb number, but you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. So right now it's a very, very pivotal sort of moment because like TikTok has really sort of picked off, um, and I think a lot of people are transitioning into making short form content, vertical content, mm. and but I still think there's a there's a, there's a definite sort of um, role to play for longer form horizontal content like YouTube. People will always want to watch like at the same time like pod, long long form video podcasts um yeah. <laughs> like twitch streams for example yeah. people will watch l- streamers for hours on end exactly so it doesn't mean that people have bad attention spans um but they do have i think someone said this quite nicely they have short consideration spans which is like mm. you have a finite amount of time to make someone consider whether or not they want to pay more attention yeah or click on you yeah exactly so like you, you can't just assume anyone who tiktok does, can't watch a full movie like yeah. y- if you're interested in a movie, you'll be hooked. You'll be watch. You you watch the full thing. Mm. Um, so it's not, but it's still it's still quite a weird time. Like, yeah. I think time times have progressed a lot to the point where we're literally like it's just a dopamine filled, exactly in your face, attention grabbing, click baiting, mm. all that stuff is just all on like steroids now. Yeah, literally on steroids. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of a weird time, but at the same time, it's exciting. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of opportunities going around. Mm. Um. Anyone can get involved. Like mobile phones, yeah. cameras are, are really great now. Like even like the lowest ba- uh, entry phones have yeah. good camera quality, have good exactly. audio quality. Um, more people are owning phones. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like a lot of people are getting involved in mm. uploading. So, but I think like just moving away from like just the obvious like social media platforms. Like we spoke about YouTube, TikTok, Instagram maybe Facebook, yeah. um, no. Um, but I think like people forget that there's actually so much more to online creating than those platforms. So for example, there's just this whole kind of like backstage of like, for example, like newsletters, blog yeah, letters, media, websites, Pinterest, also all that. Pinterest, and then like, you know, Etsy, so you have digital products, you've got places like Etsy and wherever that you can then like sell your stuff on. Like there's just this whole kind of like different aisle of creating it doesn't have to be social media mm. i think social media is obviously the main one but there is this whole other part of the internet that you can put stuff on yeah um then we, yeah we were mainly talking about audio visual content because i think that's yeah. where like a lot of a lot of the that's a hot topic right now mm-hmm. like where do you want to put your put your videos like? but do you think that the rest of the other forms are dying out then so for example like where do you see newsletters going mm. i'm yeah no i think there's there's some things which are going to be ha- hanging around to stay for like email, for example, is it's prob- it's actually, yeah, it's arguably one of the best mm. because it's, it's always been there. People are always going to have emails and email is always going to be valuable, but that's kind of like the most you can do is like written whatnot. That's, 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 that's almost like a distribution channel. And then, um, written, like the way I see it is like written content is like hair. Then you've got like sort of audio, 
Mm-hmm. This is for me personally. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got audio visual, which is yeah. audio and visual, because you're appealing to all the senses. Um, you can even have text alongside it. But like, I think if you want to capture someone's fully engaged, mm. I think even research has shown that it's audio visual, which will probably do be the best bet. Yeah. And so, if you're t- if if you ask someone what's the best content you see online, I hard hard I hardly doubt most people would say something which is written. They'll probably tell you mm. something which is uh, like probably audio visual. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like maybe a podcast that. At most, yeah. I don't think someone will say like, "Oh, this blog is the best thing I consume <laughs> every single day." Even if like your medium of creation isn't audiovisual, mm. like it, like these platforms can help you translate that. So if you are someone that is into like poetry or like writing and stuff, then you can easily put that on these like short form content. Whether it's you put the actual like poetry and you do like a dictation of it yeah. and stuff, or you put in music or you do like a visual aid to help say the story do you know what yeah, I mean yeah yeah or just um, like say for example yeah if you write poetry or poem put a bit of music on it turn it into a little video spit some bars spit some bars over it yeah. couple lens flares all that yeah and you know what I mean like there's so many ways to be creative with it yeah but yeah as in like I think a lot of the time we may be talking specifically about audio visual content because that's mm-hmm. what we primarily focus on yeah but for example I, I write new, I write newsletters mm. like weekly like, I'm quite interested in how the whole writing scene is going down. Mm. You know, websites like medium.com mm-hmm. uh, or should you write on your own personal website? But I think I think the really, the hot topic is usually around the audiovisual scene. Yeah. That's personally where my, my main interest is as well. Mm. So, yeah, I think... So, I think if, if you're starting, definitely look into short-form videos. Yeah, because um, it is just a good starting point. Like... Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a good barrier. It's a good way to think about it. It's just one minute, just one minute of stuff. It can be like five. It can be like five seconds. Have they extended it now? Huh? Have they extended it now? What uh, TikTok? Yeah, you can do it to half an hour. I think that's literally YouTube. Even an hour, yeah, yeah. That's literally YouTube. I think they're trying to compete. So yeah, so it's um, it's also quite interesting, like the politics of Mm. how these companies are trying to act. They're very and they're trying to step on each other's toes. They're trying to sort of kind of compete for each other's sort of eyeballs and attention, and like. For example, YouTube is a well-known, like, if you Google something, things will come up on YouTube and Google mm. search because they're, like, indexed. Yeah. Um, TikTok has recently also one that sort of introduced that as well. So now when yeah. you Google, there will be videos coming up under, t- like, TikTok. Mm. So TikTok is trying to, like, index all yeah. its videos for a search engine. Um, so, like, even SEO-based, kind of, like, focusing SEO-based mm. uh, or, like, optimizing your videos for SEO, like, yeah. in your description and stuff like that could also be another way to sort of sort of slowly blow up. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so, there's honestly so much to talk about. That. And like, we're just scratching the surface here. Mm. We'll, we'll definitely go into more detail, yeah. especially hopefully in season two, when we start to invite some guests over. But also, I think another like main reason why you should create is because creator economy is yeah. rising. 100%. You know, I think there was once upon a time, whether it's, you know, our Asian parents or, or yeah. anyone in the older generation, they would always think that, you know, being a creator isn't really like, you know, a stable career or it's not even a career. It's just like your personal hobby. Like yeah. they, they don't see it as a job. Whereas now we're definitely seeing that you can sustain a very stable career yeah. um, just out of creating. Mm. Um, but yeah. And also I think with these um, social media platforms, they are definitely introducing more perks and being able to pay you yeah. as opposed to, I think before YouTube was pretty much the, only platform that you could really monetize off yeah, whereas now you're seeing that you can really monetize from again a not just from social media directly but just from being discovered and getting someone exactly who are is willing to pay for your brand work. deals and just sort of exactly like, yeah. i think there's as long as you have people's attention mm-hmm. people are also willing to sort of use that to tap tap into that to sort of yeah you know th- there's there's almost money to be made mm-hmm. By holding people's attention because exactly. if they yeah, and building up relationships in building community, um, because it's very valuable. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a nowadays it's a commodity. There's a there's a finite amount of attention that people hold, mm. and so if you own part of you know like a thousand people watch your show every single day, yeah, then if they're interested in socks, you can maybe a sock company will reach out to you and be like, hey, sell our socks, and you know they they will there's that value exchange again. They they will like that. Um, so yeah, I hope we've convinced you to maybe start creating. Yes, if you haven't, yes. then um, yeah, just unfollow us. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't, then you know what? At least just still make stuff. You yeah, know? make stuff. Make it offline. Create. And it doesn't have to be something that you share with people. But, you know, everyone has that passion to make something. Yeah. You know, whether it's food 
or whether it's clothes or painting or yeah. what have you, you know what I mean? Exactly. Everyone's creating something. And I think it's just a matter of whether you are wanting to share it with the world. Um, and it doesn't have to be with the world, but it can be literally just to share it with the 15 people that might like your stuff. And again, that 15 people is way more valuable than 100,000 subscribers mm. who are literally just doing it for that one click and yeah. not engaging. But yeah, there's a lot of good points. That was a nice way to end it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching. Um, this has probably been the last episode of making it. And not forever. Nah. Season two will be coming soon. Yeah. We just need to figure out how to stop making mistakes when it comes to recording. We may yeah. be in a different location. You never know. Hopefully we'll have some guests. So exactly. let us know in the comments who we should have Get on. Get some people on here. Exactly. We need um, to spice things up. I'm getting kind of bored of. I know. <laughs> but hey, I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah and also it's our first time actually trying out making a podcast yeah and stuff we've never done this form of content before um and hopefully that kind of motivates you guys to just try something new mm -hmm. um but yes definitely contact us bring in any questions that you have and anything else that you want us to talk about in season two yeah um in the meantime between now and season two um me and first will probably both be working on our own ventures um and hopefully in season two, we can give you guys updates of anything new that we've learned. Yeah. And yeah. It'll be nice. Yeah. Like we're excited to yeah. see how you guys respond to like the first season. Because we kind of we kind of took a loop, leap of faith in, in mm. starting the video podcast. We were like, look, we, we've got things that we, we want to talk about some things. Um, sort of document the journey, involve you guys as mm -hmm. well. And see like, you know, what are you guys struggling with? Is there anything that we can help you with? Is there other things that you, you know, you can help us with? And um, there's lots of people that we'd like to talk to. Yeah. Kind of, you know, we have so many interesting conversations in our spaces. Yeah. And we don't always get to sort of uh, involve other people. Nah, the we want to share them because they're pretty good conversations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like they help. We know that yeah. they're really helpful for us. Like, yeah, we, a lot of us, we, like me and you, we, we never really came from backgrounds where we were surrounded by creators. So mm -hmm. it's a really it's it, like like we said, it's a growing space. And we're sort of we're trying to get in the middle of it so that you know, it, it's sort of beneficial for everyone. So um, if you enjoy it, keep it in. Tell your friends, you know, sh share, share, like, comment, all that good stuff. And um, we'll see you next yeah. time. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. Oh. You alright? Punch me. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't recording. Ah, I'm joking.